0: Hey, Fit Tribe family. Well, you know, when I started this podcast, I had no idea how many that I'd be doing or how far they'd be apart. And here I am starting season number two. Woohoo! Seems I got a lot to say. Although, anyone who knows me would have thought, really? No surprise there. But I just want to thank everybody who's listening. I really appreciate it. You know, I'm not making any money off these, it's not going to make me famous although I am still hoping to meet Oprah one day. I just want to offer help. So many people struggle not only with their weight, but with self-esteem. And I'm hoping that by doing these, I can just help someone with one of the subjects that I'm going to cover and hopefully their life improves. Sometimes it just takes one person to say one thing that clicks and it can literally change your life and the course you're on. So really, thank you guys for hanging in there with me. Today I'm going to talk about something everyone who goes on a diet or a fitness plan eventually comes to and that is a plateau. I don't know how many times that I've had clients come to me so discouraged because they've been doing so good on their eating or their workouts and the scale just isn't moving. It's something that happens to every single one of us sooner or later and it can be so discouraging but it's normal. The first thing you have to realize is that it's supposed to happen. Your body is an amazing machine, and it's going to adapt to anything you put it through 100% of the time. So let's talk about diet first. If you put your body into a calorie deficit, which is what's needed to lose weight, at first, your body doesn't even know what's going on. So it allows you to lose some weight, and it just goes about its business. But sooner or later, it says to itself, hey, wait a minute, there's been a decrease in the amount of food that's been coming down here. I wonder if this is gonna continue. I thought maybe they'd just been too busy to feed me, but it looks like there's a problem out there, so I better start doing my job and keep her at a good, stable state. So first, it's gonna increase your ghrelin. That's your hunger hormone. It's produced in your stomach and it has a lot of functions, but the main one is it increases your appetite and it promotes fat storage. So here you are, trying to limit your food and your body says, "Uh uh-uh, enough. I'm gonna spit out some more of that hunger hormone to get this girl to eat now a lot of us can fight that at first especially when we're trying to lose weight so we'll be drinking more water we'll go for a walk to get our mind off it we do anything but eat more but being that your body is smart and it's made to keep you out of harm's way it says all right if you're not gonna give me any more food then I'm gonna go ahead and slow down your metabolism I won't let you blink your eyes as much. I'll make you fatigued, so you got to sit more. Your hair growth will be slower. I'm going to slow everything I can do to conserve energy because I got a lot of important functions to perform every day and you're just not sending me down enough fuel to do it. Well, now's the time to trick that body. You've got to make it think that your food is not limited. You got to change things up. Now, before I tell you how, let's talk a little about working out. It's the same thing. You can't do the same routine month after month, year after year, and expect to get better. You can expect to come to a plateau, for sure. What you did at the beginning was hard and it made your body work. Therefore, you burned a ton of calories and you made some gains. But after a while, your body, being the machine that it is, became very efficient at doing what you were doing. When you first started that routine, let's say you burned about 300 calories. Well, now your body's on to you and it's conditioned itself. So instead of burning the 300, it's now only burning about 175. That, along with you starving yourself, has turned down that metabolic rate to a snail's crawl. You have to eat less and work out more just to maintain where you're at. So what do you do? Well, here comes my favorite saying of all times, the one I say to everybody almost every day, including myself, if you want to make changes, changes must be made, period. You gotta change things up. You gotta move things around. Even your food choices should be changed up. If you're eating the same thing day after day, your body's gotten used to that amino acid profile and it does its fabulous things that it does even more efficiently. So let's say you love oatmeal and you're eating it every day. Switch it up. Maybe eat your oatmeal three times a week, have an egg white omelet two times a week, a yogurt bowl one day, maybe some peanut butter on a rice cake. I mean, eat what you like on the healthy side, but switch it up. I promise, just that one change will trigger some results. Now, if your calories are too low, you're setting yourself up for failure. It is a proven fact. I get a lot of questions on how many calories should I be eating? You know, there's honestly no really way to tell 100%. It depends on your age, your fitness level. If you've been yo-yo dieting for years, if you're in menopause, how much muscle you have or don't have. I mean, the list can go on forever. But when a client comes to me, I usually start a woman at about 1,350 a day, 1,350, and a man about 1,750. And then once a week, we adjust. If they're losing too fast, we'll increase it by 100 until we're at about two pounds a week loss. If they're not losing fast enough, then I still don't cut the calories. First, I'm gonna look at their food choices and their exercise program first, and we adjust there. The key is not to starve yourself, but to eat healthy, the least processed food you can, and create health, not a starved body, while losing weight to get to your perfect weight, which by the way, may not be that magic number in your head. Most of the clients I work with that have gotten down to their perfect weight, and that means the weight that they can maintain easily For life, the one their body goes to naturally without much struggle, is almost always 10 to 15 pounds heavier than the number they had in their head when they came to me. So don't be so set on a magic number. Be set on becoming healthy, fit, and able to maintain your healthy weight year-round without starving. That's your magic number. Sometimes we have a weight in our head because it's what we were when we were in high school. Rarely is that an achievable weight in your 40s and 50s. Sometimes they come to me with a number like 50. They'll tell me I want to lose 50 pounds when in reality 35 was a perfectly maintainable loss. So what else can you do to stoke that metabolism? Well first, you're gonna have to stop eating the same foods. Change them up with other healthy options. Are you still drinking water like you did in the beginning? When we first start, water is always a big thing. You're downing it like it's magic. Water is important and it's necessary for weight loss. And sometimes we do so well in the beginning and then we get slack and we're just not drinking nearly as much without even noticing it. My suggestion for you is to take four bottles of water and number them from one to four. Start in the morning and make sure you're done with the last one before bed. That trick always gets me back on track. Sometimes I'll see that I'm only on number two at like four o'clock and I'll think to myself, "Uh uh-oh, I better start hammering this water. I'm never going to get it in. It just keeps you accountable. Next, I'd log my food for at least three days. Again, in the beginning, we're on point. But by the time you get to a plateau, you become a little used to all this and you may be starting to add those BLTs. And that's bites, licks, and tastes, in case you didn't know. They all add up. A nibble of this, a bite of that, a taste test before dinner, it can add up to a meal if you don't watch out. So log your food for about three days just to refresh. After you've changed up your food, you made sure you're drinking water, and you logged your food for three days, the next thing I do is change that exercise program up. We've already discussed discussed how your body becomes used to doing the same thing, but it can also be overtrained. Now, I know it's exciting when you start losing weight and you get hooked on that exercise feeling, so you increase it or you get obsessed about doing it every single day. Your body needs rest. There have been hundreds of women that I've trained who were jogging, say, seven days a week, and they fought me so hard when I told them, just take a day or two off, relax your body. They didn't want to do it, but once they did, poof, the weight started coming off so it's one of two things you're either training too much and you need to rest more or you're getting slack with your workouts and by slack i mean two things either you're taking too much time off and you're not working out enough or you're doing the same thing over and over change it up there are so many different workouts you can do running jogging jumping rope weight training aerobics There's a million different workouts online. So there's no excuse that you don't have access to at this time. You know, when this pandemic started, I started to walk four miles a day, six days a week. And I did that for a while. Then I knew I got to change it up. So I added one of these walking running days. And then after a week or so, I changed it up again. I added weight training, two days walking and running the other days. If you run on a treadmill daily, add an incline. Do some interval training where you run two minutes and walk a minute. Get off the treadmill and jump rope for 15 minutes and then jump back on. The key is change. Keep your body guessing. So once all of that's done, keep in mind those foods that help raise your metabolism. So things like caffeine. But remember, if it's coffee, make sure you're not not adding all these added sugars. Cream is okay, but too many sugars is going to bring the calorie range up. Green tea, that's another thing. It has a ton of medicinal benefits. Spicy foods, hot pepper, lots of water. Don't forget that water. And last but not least, don't forget that sleep and stress play a huge part in your health journey. If you're not getting enough sleep or you're under a lot of stress, not only will the weight loss slow down, you're going to find other health problems rearing their ugly head. Try to get good quality sleep And use meditation or yoga or any avenue that makes you feel calm to keep that stress at bay health is not about losing weight it's about maintaining a healthy body an active mind and a peaceful soul all of them are important and they're necessary for good quality of life so stop worrying about that number on the scale or how fast or how slow it's going down it's a lifestyle you're trying to create a lifestyle take your time and enjoy the ride When you keep your mindset in a happy, calm place, things fall right where they're supposed to be. But if you're stressing about these little things, like these plateaus that will happen, you're gonna make your journey rougher than it has to be. And your plateau lasts longer than it should. So here it is in a nutshell. Change it up, keep it calm, get your sleep, and enjoy each day. Because diet or not, our days are limited. Don't wait until you hit that magic number to enjoy them. Look around, there's so much more to appreciate. Don't stress the small stuff. That couldn't be more true. Until next time, my friends.